Welcome to Vegas Revealed, coming at you from the East and West Coast this week for episode 67. Oh, we have a lot to talk about, too. We are talking to the founder of Love Seats. Now, it's not what you think it is. This is a really cool way for you to get up close and center at your favorite concert, your favorite sporting event for a really cheap price. Plus, the Palms is officially sold. Buffets are back on the Strip and Resorts World is going crypto. It's time to spin the wheel. Let's do it. Welcome to episode 67 of Vegas Revealed. I'm Dana Roselli along with Sean McAllister. And, you know, Sean, I want to start out right away by just saying if our audio isn't as crisp as it usually is, we've got two coasts going, West Coast and East Coast. We do. So I'm here in Las Vegas. And Dana, you have made your way back to our uh, homeland of Rochester, (laughs) New York. (laughs) That's right. I'm here. And guess what? It's raining and cloudy. (laughs) Typical, typical of Western New York. But Dana, I mean, this is the first time that we've been apart for the podcast since the whole pandemic, since we were essentially locked into our homes. But this time, it's because you were able to get out and travel. I know. I'm so excited, you know, being vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated. Hadn't seen them since 2019, and I really needed to get out here and see them and spend some time. So um, that's what I did and flew cross country on American Airlines. And you know what? Pleasant experience, Sean. And we can talk a little bit more about that in our tips. But I do want to kind of just let people know on what my experience was like, because it wasn't just a hop to LA or a quick, you know, Salt Lake City flight. It was, you know, literally across country with a layover in Washington. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Well, I'm glad that you got there safe and that you're enjoying the cloudy Rochester weather. And we went to Wegmans. And if you've never been to a Wegmans, and I know you have, Sean, because we grew up with it, that was our grocery store here in, yeah, the East Coast. And people on the West Coast don't really understand what it is, but it's just the most amazing grocery store ever. And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) And it needs to be nationwide. I've been begging for Wegmans to come to Las Vegas ever since I moved here 16 years ago, and it still hasn't happened, but I will not stop asking. I was an employee of the the Wegmans Chase Pickin brand of, of companies in high school. Okay, so I've been gone, and I had to catch up because I've been gone for a couple of days with the travel and everything, on everything going on, and it looks like we've got a long rundown of... Well, shows that are opening and uh, hotel casinos that have been bought up. So should we start with, you know, what's new? I saw Legends and Concerts coming back with the ultimate diva, Frank Marino. Which we love. We love seeing Frank back on stage. We love having Legends back on stage. That's over at the uh, Tropicana. They're starting up shows again on May 27th. And if you have not seen Legends in Concert before, It really is a phenomenal show, isn't it, Dana? It is. It's been around for so long, you know, and and it just, it's great because, you know, people always get confused. We've got some shows that like, it's like impersonators and lip syncing, and it's more about the costume and this and that. But these are folks that, and they change the talent. You know, I think I saw on this one, they're going to start with Rod Stewart, Elvis, and Tina Turner, but they're actually singing the songs and have great voice voices and they impersonate them in a way too. So the whole thing, you know, if you think about it, it's, you know, a lot of talented people in this show. Well, and what I love too, is that in the past, they've had people involved in this show 
who were Taylor Swift impersonators and Adele impersonators. And the cool thing is that some of these cast members are, this, they're kind of like moonlighting at night. They actually have, you know, jobs as police officers or teachers. Like they're actual members of the community. Not to right. say that entertainers aren't, but- They're doing other jobs. You know, they're doing other jobs. And this is like their night gig where they get to go and, you know, experience the glamorous, glitzy side of the strip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it, it's really cool. And it's in a great showroom at the Tropicana. So if you get a chance, go support Legends. They're opening up on May 27th. Okay, Barry Manilow coming back to the Westgate. I mean, this is, this is your neighbor, Dana. Barry's <laughs> going to be right down the street from you. I know, you know, um, a lot of people really, you know, what do they call the Fanalos? Is that it? The Fanalos? Yep, the Fanalos. Yep. The Fanalos are, are, you know, were really disappointed. I remember when they had their tickets and then everything happened and they couldn't get there to see Barry. And so Barry is going to return to the Westgate. So that's great news. Also a great showroom. Um, and people will love that they can go see Barry perform still. Aces of Comedy. Uh, is resuming at the Mirage in August. Tickets on sale for that now. And then Earth, Wind, and Fire returning to the Venetian for shows this fall. And those tickets are on sale now too. Always an incredible show. And something else that was announced this week that we were super excited about, Debbie Gibson and Joey McIntyre have their own show, a limited engagement that's coming to the Strip too. Oh, it's going to be amazing. We know Debbie, and we went over and, and interviewed her in her studio inside her house, and we'll have that interview for you next week. We're supposed to talk to Joey as well. Yeah, they also announced, you know, when they when Debbie did the mixtape tour with New Kids on the Block, New Kids um, were there, Salt and Pepper, all sorts of different acts. Well, a lot of times they would do some songs together, and so Debbie and Joey did a duet of Lost in Your Eyes, and people loved it. So there was high demand for them to record this song. They have officially recorded it. That will be released. And then the limited engagement show at the Venetian. And so everyone's looking forward to that. And we've had a, a, a sneak listen at that uh, duet of Debbie and Joey. And it is incredible. I kid you not when I say the, like the hair on my arms stood <laughs> up. It gave me chills. It's so yeah, good. It really is good. And I just love a good duet. So yeah, we talk with Debbie Gibson next week on the podcast. So episode 68, we will chat with Debbie and also Joey and get some information on what they've been up to and what we have to look forward to when that show kicks off in August. So that's a quick roundup of the new shows that have been announced since we spoke last week. Um, but there are some uh, gaming things that are going on too. The Palms was just, it was just announced, it was sold to San Manuel Gaming uh, out of California. And uh, so that means that the Palms is no longer going to be under the control of Station Casinos, which had most recently owned the Palms and did that massive renovation from top to bottom. The one thing that has really made people talk about this so much when it had closed and wasn't reopening, it was like, but they just overhauled it and they sunk all that money into it. And remember the art and the nightclubs and the restaurants. And so everyone's mouth kind of dropped, like, what do you mean it's not going to reopen? And so this is, you know, was a shocker, is a shocker. I mean, I don't know if they'll, you know, refurbish it even more, have their own style. I guess we have to wait and see, but uh, you know, big, it's, a, it's a big bummer how much they did put into that property. It really is. And I know the Palms is so iconic with, 
I mean, people remembering it from the real world oh, back yeah. in the day. And this was the hot spot, Rain Night Club, where Paris Hilton was always popping up with her crew. And, you know, so many memories over there at the Palms. It is a shame that it hasn't reopened yet, but it looks like it is going to have some new life breathed into it with the new owner coming soon. Yeah, and I hope that it will still be as cool as it was before, because I love the Palms. I hope so. I really hope so. But something else making headlines, and in any other city, this would not be a headline. And it's kind of silly that we're even talking about it on the podcast, but we have a buffet opening. (laughs) I mean, buffets are a big deal. And there was a lot of talk over the past year whether casinos would even think about reopening their buffets because after, you know, everything that we went through with having to sanitize and don't touch what other people are touching and all that, well, the buffet concept really doesn't work when you can't touch things. That's kind (laughs) of how a buffet works, right? But the Bacchanal Buffet over at Caesars Palace, it has just been announced that it is going to reopen uh, in just a couple weeks. Yeah, May uh, 20th, it's going to open. And, you know, I thought they even talked about, like, they're showcasing a, like, multi-million dollar enhancement. And I was like, well, it just opened. But then I guess it opened in 2012 and time just goes really quick. (laughs) It does go really quick. Yeah, I mean, that is the newest buffet that has opened. And it seems like it just debuted to the public but it has been around for a while during this past year they have done a massive renovation on it though so you know it, now it is going to be new again i know it will be and you know i must say every time i walk by this buffet there is always a line so i know i've actually never been believe it or not i'm not really a buffet oh, it's person so good yeah and i just you know I don't know, just waiting in line and all that. So, but there's always a line, always a line. So I know this was in huge demand, but they're going to have more than 30 new dishes and all sorts of different kinds of things. So people will love it. And it's the uh, Bacchanal Buffet at Caesars Palace will open on May 20th. And uh, some gaming innovations happening. It was announced uh, just a couple of days ago that Resorts World is partnering with Gemini to uh, debut cryptocurrency on the gaming floor. So, I mean, this is the big thing that, that people have been getting into lately. And I I have friends who are into the crypto game, Dana, but I have not, you know, waded into those waters yet. However, I did download the Gemini app. Basically, Gemini is one of the companies where you can, it's a platform essentially to buy and sell different types of cryptocurrency. Okay. Yeah, I don't, it's a little over my head. I know that I can dive in and probably learn about it within like, you know, just 30 minutes of kind of reading up and studying. I just haven't gone there yet. But I know I was sitting at dinner the other night at Jing with someone who was like, oh, look at my Bitcoin number. I put $100,000 of my savings in there and now it's at 420000 And I was like, wow, all right, sign me up. Like, how do I, you know, can I put in $10,000 and, and triple it? Like, sounds good to me. I know. I, I have a, a friend that I was talking to yesterday to kind of explain everything to me. And he put a, a chunk of money into the Dogecoin that's everybody's been talking about with Elon Musk attached to it. And, uh, you know, that was early on. And now, like, the money's doubled or tripled that he wow. put in there. 
but you can still yeah. buy into it at like 50 cents per share of, you know, whatever. Well, I know exactly. That's about, well, and that's what I was saying to my friend. I said, he, I think he bought the same thing. And I said, well, I don't understand. Like if everyone, it's going to catch on and people are going to start doing it, then will it be as good? And he was like, no, it caps off. Like it stops at a certain, Yeah. like, yeah. And there's different kinds. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. I need a research tonight. We'll have to do that one night when I'm bored. I just, I haven't been too bored lately. I've been busy. So I'll, I'll get yeah, on it. But for, for all of you crypto investors, resorts world uh, is going to be you know, wading into the cryptocurrency market and, mm -hmm. you know, making that available to, to gamers, which, you know, this new generation of gamers, I think that will be an attractive feature that Resorts World offers. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I know they keep rolling out stuff and really cool pictures. I saw people talking about Resorts World the other day saying there's no way it's going to be done by June 24th. But FYI, go back to our episode because when we talked to the president of Resorts World, he says, listen, I know it's a challenge, but now we have a date of June 24th and we will open on June 24th. So that's what he says. Again, Scott Sabella, the president of Resorts World, you can listen back two episodes ago to that conversation. And yeah, he said, it's not going to open with construction walls up. The casino will be done. Mm -hmm. The hotel will be done. Um, they're still going to continue work on the nightclub in the theater. But for the most part, the rest of the property is a go. Yeah, it's a go. Um, can I just step back one? When I mentioned Jing, the restaurant, I never talked oh, yeah. about this on the on the podcast that I sat next to OJ Simpson. And it was a really uncomfortable. Oh my gosh, dinner. that's right. <laughs> yeah, and I and I laugh because it's something that I think still wows people that he's like out and hanging out in restaurants and doing his thing, and you can actually just run into him. But um, you know, OJ Simpson lives here Do you in really Las want Vegas. To just run into him? Well, no, that's what I would say. But as I'm sitting there, the amount of people I watched walk up to him at his table and want to take selfies with him and chat him up were it was we were we were shocked. <sighs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I there's a lot I could say about that, yeah. but I won't. But here's the thing I did say to someone is they said, Well, I can't believe he's, you know, just you know, hanging out. And I'm like, Well, like I must say, like, what is he supposed to do? I mean, yeah, he got off. Yeah, he went to prison for something else. He served his time and now he's out. He lives in Las Vegas. And from what we know, he lives here. He golfs a lot. He makes little commentary on Twitter and he hangs out at Jing. So, I mean, he can't just sit in his house. He could, but why would he? So he's allowed to be out. He's allowed to have friends and um, he's he allowed is. to pay the bill. Exactly. So anyway, saw him at Jing. A lot of people always have OJ sightings around Las Vegas. And I don't know if you'd necessarily call it a celebrity sighting anymore, but it is something to talk about, I guess. It's an OJ sighting. Exactly. All right. Let's get to our poll of the week. We asked and you have responded to our exclusive Vegas Revealed Weekly Poll. And it's a good one this week, you know, with all these different kinds of sporting events and shows coming back and concerts announcing that they're stopping in Las Vegas. We asked, which Las Vegas shows are you most excited to see? And the choices varied. We had four different options, right, Sean? We had four, yes. It was either a concert tour, a nostalgic artist, a production show, 
or a current chart topper because we have all of those types of shows in Las Vegas. And uh, it turns out it's looking like people are opting for the concert tour. Right. Um, 55% of those that voted said um, they want to go to a concert tour. And then for the nostalgic artist, 17.5%, production shows, 20%, and then current chart toppers down at 7.5%. So yeah, I, I would say concert tour is 55% overwhelming. Yeah, it really is. That surprised me. It really did. But we did get a comment from Chris J, who uh, is a Vegas Revealed follower, and he reminded us, hey, guys, don't forget about the sports because Chris wants to go to boxing and MMA. Okay. Yeah, we have plenty of that in town, too. So that makes sense. Yeah, lots of choices. And it feels good to be able to say that, doesn't it? Lots of choices. It does. It's been a long time since we've had a lot of choices. All right. So that's our poll. You want to see concerts? We got it loud and clear. Speaking of concerts, there's a new innovation in the live entertainment realm, Dana. Yeah. And we wanted more explanation about this. It's called Love Seats. And we have Darcy Silver joining us to talk more about it. Now that everybody is getting back into uh, arenas and stadiums, you've come up with a really cool addition to the new entertainment experience in these venues, right? Absolutely. Uh, timing is amazing on it because we've been working on this idea for a couple of years. And as people are starting to get back into wanting to get out, uh, it's timing perfect. So we're so excited to be able to kick this off here, especially in the entertainment capital of the world in Las Vegas, uh, that there's no better place. Now, tell folks uh, about your product here, this, you know, Love Seats. I mean, how does it work? And what benefits will it have for people that are looking to get, you know, seats at games and concerts that maybe maybe they couldn't normally afford a really, really hefty ticket? So the, the, the background behind it itself as we became season ticket holders at uh, one of the sports teams here, and uh, we got nosebleed seats and uh, every game, just sitting in the back, seeing hundreds of empty seats there that end up don't, they don't go used the entire time. Uh, people leave early. And so we want to sit there and there's no way to legitimately be able to do that without sneaking forward, which we wouldn't do. Uh, and we've developed some of the relationships with the teams and management, and there's nothing that exists at all to be able to do that. And so everyone we started speaking to said, that's a neat idea. That's interesting, you know, and uh, as we go to market here, uh, we're working out, you know, the different value proposition streams for everybody uh, to make it really the best that it could be. So there's people that never get the opportunity to sit up close and they're very expensive seats. And there's people that, you know, have that great opportunity and sometimes don't go last minute and they just go unused. So we provide a third market which is in the game itself for the people that actually have attended to be able to move seats in real time with a pricing algorithm that figures it all out. So it's perfect for both the buyer and seller. And that way uh, you can improve your experience in real time. We've integrated with Facebook. So you can see where your friends are sitting. You don't necessarily move closer, but around so that you enjoy being with people that you like that you didn't plan to do it ahead of time. And it all in real time as it goes on changes to make every experience unique. So Darcy, walk me through the process. If I'm at a game and I do want to move closer to friends or move up and get a better seat, how does it work? 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's a mobile app. So you go to your iOS, Android, download it, uh, sign up. And then as the events are going on, you check in, letting people know that you're coming to it. And you see on that visual map by integrating with your Facebook connections to start with here, where they've also checked in. And as seats become available because they didn't get uh, used, they didn't get sold in the secondary marketplaces uh, from the team's unsold inventory, uh, from people that just couldn't attend last minute or that left early, a variety of happenings that as the event goes on, open up new inventory. And so you can check it and then see uh, as people start moving around, now there's a seat that became available that uh, you know someone else moved and now you know, I can sit with my friend uh, and then a fraction of the price uh, to move in real time. It's something I guess I never even thought of. So you talking about this now has really like, you know, made me think about this. Like I didn't think it could be possible, but you're going to make the, I mean, there's plenty of times where we've talked before about, you know, a lot of people go like, say there's a big show or a game at T-Mobile arena. You go and sit at one of the restaurants there outside or nearby, have a beer. And then you kind of keep checking the app to see if you could get in to see the show at an affordable price. And this would be similar to this would, you know, be the same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. As we start working with the teams, you know, here in Vegas, there's a nightclub scene where there's these lines around the building of people waiting to get in, you know, at two or three in the morning, you know, but in all these amazing sports uh, and entertainment scenarios, the primary inventory is sold out. And so they can't sell anything. And but there certainly could be an opportunity uh, as well to increase capacity to have people waiting to throughout if they want to. Uh, So trying to decouple the ticket and the seat itself as different levels of purchase so that you can have more people coming in. And then as the event goes on, keeping it full capacity the entire time and perhaps even after with other entertainment that goes on or uh, making it the best, you know, packed experience we can get. And I know for for some other uh, ticketing options, there's a subscription that uh, there's a subscription fee that's required. Do you have any subscriptions with Love Seats or is it all free? So you download the app and you purchase tickets in the secondary market world to any event uh, ahead of time. And we have a disruptive pricing model different than the normal marketplaces where they do a service fee model where they charge you after you get three or four steps in the process, uh, an extra 25, 38, 40% even sometimes. So we have a $9.95 per ticket transaction fee. And then depending on the level of package with regards to other services that we will be providing here, a concierge service. So you can opt in if you don't want to have to figure out how to post your tickets and what price you should be selling them for. This is an easy way as a season ticket holder, you know, let us do all the math and figuring out and selling it for you. And that has a monthly fee for it for just a service. Besides that, we don't have any required subscriptions uh, at this point. That's great. Yeah, really great. And so talk, talk about your partnership with the Aviators. This is your first Las Vegas area team, right? Yep. Yep, they have been an amazing partner as we had this idea and they had the support to allow us to make it happen. And we've been working through everything and it's finally here. We were right about to launch right before COVID. We started to do some of the initial users to let them know that this exists. And, you know, uh, since then, you know, we've been pivoting as we can to develop as much extra features and benefits as we can. And so they've been uh, amazing to work with. And they open up at about 50% capacity, uh, should be 100% by uh, mid-season, maybe even earlier, depending on how things open up here quickly. Uh, And 
it, it provides a great uh, test grounds really because uh, amazing family atmosphere, it's outdoors. People have different scenarios with downtown Summerlin there and the eating and the live entertainment, the nightlife that you know exists. So uh, it will be very exciting to see and start making you know, improvements in the experience. And as there's right now less seats up close, people that normally would sit up close aren't able to right away. So if the other ones don't use them, you know, it, it'll quickly be a solution to get, you know, the people that prefer the premium areas back there as well. So you're launching with the Las Vegas Aviators. I, I imagine that you envision growth to other pro sports teams as well. Um, is it just in Las Vegas or are we talking like potential of nationwide? Yeah. So our secondary market is operational without any teams or clubs or concert performance halls needing to be involved. Uh, so starting next month, you'll be able to purchase tickets to events. Uh, we have an integration set up. So there's about $700 million in unique inventory available there uh, that we'll be able to offer out of the gate. And then the in-game experience itself, we're approaching on a team-by-team basis. We have a uh, uh, experience like accelerator called Hype, uh, which is involved with sports teams. And we presented as one of 30 startups of over 1,400 uh, to pitch to the teams. And we were selected by four of the six major league teams in the U.S. here, uh, which include the Vegas Golden Knights to continue partnership conversations. And uh, we're just getting those things started now to develop pilots with them as next uh, as we go to market in Las Vegas to hopefully take over here. And this is setting the stage of how Everybody should be experiencing live entertainment in a better place from the entertainment capital of the world. And, you know, watching the ad on, we went to your website and we were watching the ad and it really sets it up very, very well. I mean, it's so true though. It's like people that kind of have season tickets to things or have tickets and they sit up close and, you know, they may not realize how lucky they are to people like us schmucks. You know what I mean? They can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so it was interesting in your ad, how you're like, you know, maybe the team starts that they're there for starts losing. You're like, all right, I'm done with this game. I'm heading out. And you're like, what? There's still a half a game left. But somebody like me could get in there and take that incredible seat just because I want the experience, really. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many chances to have these incredible experiences with your kids that, you know, even for five or 10 minutes towards the end of the game, when everyone's on their way out to smash on the glass, you know, or to talk to a player up close. You know, it's a whole new level of engagement when versus stuck in the nosebleeds. We, we have season tickets at the Smith Center. And where we sit, uh, I once went, you know, without them and we were up in the nosebleeds. And, you know, just that experience in itself, night and day difference that most people never get the chance to, that this now can introduce them in a way that makes sense and is reasonably priced and, you know, is basically addressing where there's wasted inventory that anybody can benefit from. Well, uh, I think that you are uh, hitting the market at just the right time yeah. as everybody is so excited to get back into those uh, arena seats, stadium seats, and as things open back up. And again, it's Love Seats. You go to the, the app store, download the app. It's L-U-V Seats. Good luck. I'm sure we'll be in touch. And uh, Sean and I are going to go download the app right now. Got it right here. Excellent. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at one of the games. We'll take you out and have some fun. 
Awesome. All right. Well, as we mentioned, I'm in Rochester, New York, visiting the fam, and I wanted to just quickly run through my travel experience and, and let people know what I found helpful. Basically, I'm just going to go through it real quick. Um, I took American Airlines, and all I can say is doing everything ahead of time online saves you the hassle of doing anything while you get to the airport. i Paid for my luggage ahead of time. When I got there, I just had to click my thing. It printed my baggage thing. I walked up and gave them my bag and they checked me in and it was done. So everything ahead of time was super helpful. Another thing I experienced, a lot of people ask often, can you eat and drink on the plane at all? Or do you just, you know, you're on your own? Well, they did give us a plastic baggie with a little bottle of water, also some pretzels, also a sanitizer in the bag, and they pass those out right as the plane's taking off, so you're good to go. And then if you wanted something specific, you could ask for it, but they don't go up and down the aisle anymore and pass things out and all that kind of thing. So that was really great. Uh, flew into Washington. Everything was smooth, transferred over to Rochester, New York. Um, you know, baggage came out just fine. I mean, my experience was really, really good, but I guess my big tip is book everything online and get it all out of the way before you get there so that you're relaxed and you can have your mask on and you're ready to go for your flight and just be kind to everyone. Everyone was really courteous and I think that helps. We see all these nasty videos online of people yelling at people, pull your mask up and do this and do that. But you know what? I think um, on the plane I was on anyway, everyone was very respectful of each other's space and it was a full flight. And wow. you just have to, you just have to bear with it because, you know, there aren't as many flights as there were before. Yep. And it's, it was good to see uh, when you were at the airport that there were a lot of uh, tourists coming into Las Vegas. Exactly. It was packed. Sean, I was shocked. It was a Wednesday at like 1130 wow. AM. Yeah. I'm going, well, we have no conventions in town. So how could all these people be here? But there were people leaving and then also people landing because the baggage carousels were full when I looked down over the hang and it was it was incredible I was shocked how many people were coming and going but we'll take it well hey if any of you are listening from out of town and you are coming into Las Vegas maybe on the flight you can suggest to your seatmate and the people around you to listen to Vegas Revealed to get caught up on everything Vegas before <laughs> you land you got to know what's going on uh speaking of uh Vegas the Vegas Golden Knights, of course, are our city's NHL team. We also have an AHL team called the Henderson Silver Knights, and they're part of the Golden Knights uh, family. But Dana, uh, my husband Shane and I were just up for a walk with our dog past the new arena that's being built in Green Valley. And if mm. you don't know Green Valley, um, it's just in the southeast. It's like 15 minutes, 12 minutes down the highway from uh, really the center of the strip, right on the, uh, you come out the 215, you get to Green Valley and the new arena is right there and it is going up quick. It looks nice. It looks, it's going to be so nice. And the sun was setting as we were out for a walk. So um, I got some pictures and video. So I'll be sure to uh, share those on our Vegas Revealed social media. But the arena really is coming along. The structure is up. The crews were inside working. And it's just going to have a beautiful view of the mountains uh, once that gets finished. Yeah. Boy, I can't believe how many arenas we're going to have in the Southern Nevada, right? It just, we, we didn't have many just about five years ago. And then now, here we go. 
popping up all over the place. I love it. And I'm excited. Our next podcast, I want you to talk about, you're going to be touring Allegiant Stadium. So you'll have to share that. Yes, that's coming up in just a couple days. So we'll have the, the inside scoop on Allegiant Stadium as well. Awesome. Um, yeah, we're going to head out. I do want everyone to know, though, we have our t-shirt shop up. Sean and I have hoodie sweatshirts that we got, um, Vegas Revealed sweatshirts, and the quality's really nice, so right? So soft. Yes, we have a link in our show notes and a whole variety of different kinds of items that you can buy and support the show. We always appreciate it. Um, it really helps us out and helps us, you know, be able to dedicate more time to the show. Which is what we want to do. Thanks for listening to episode 67. Once again, we will be back for episode 68 next week with our brand new interview with Debbie Gibson herself. That's right. Have a great week, everyone. We'll get lost in your eyes next week. <laughs> Bye. We got bills to pay. Packing up a suitcase. Let's take a holiday. A holiday. Hop into a limo.